We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to your Miami Heat Beat post-game show. I am your hostess with some of the mostest for the night. Siobhan here with my dog, Tiffany Meeks. How we feeling, Tiff? What's up? Hamish Hive, we up, we up, Hamish we up. Hives. Shout out to my nephew, you know what I'm saying? And and what's up, Pablo? Shout out to the intern. How you doing? I'm tired. Ooh. How about you? <laughs> I just want you to know you're going to be the intern like forever. You're going to be here for right. 15 years. Just be the intern. Um, that's what it is. Let's get in here and get out of here. We want to start with some good or the bad. Oh, I guess let these folks take this medicine real quick. Okay. Okay. Here, I'm going to give you the bad so then we can take the medicine to feel better toward the end, right? Let's do it that way. Man, these fourth quarters. What's going on? We, at first it was, you know, not having good offensive processes in the fourth and kind of just playing this prevent offense and just waiting to, you know, hopefully not lose and not actually going out there to win Tiff. Is it defensively? Is it, you know, um, mental? G meant it might be some mental at this point. Um, I think the last part, what do you see? What do you feel like is going on in these sports and what the do we do to uh, correct some of it? <laughs> I think so tonight, I'm going to speak about tonight because okay. yep. this is what I'm looking at. Yep. So there were definitely a lot of mental lapses because okay. the passes were lazy because that's, that's when you're up by a lot and you literally are just no longer in the game and the passes got lazy. So that, that's tonight but just overall our process just changes when we get to the fourth I think Mm -hmm. the process changes and even like for me um I was very concerned because we never put Kyle back in the game (laughs) very elaborate right (laughs) right so because once you start getting to around like for me five minute four minute mark you you need steady Especially yeah. if when you got a double-digit lead 
and you're the heat you need steady yes i get it a lot of people can say kyle didn't play good tonight he didn't but i trust his ball handling at the end of the game i trust his decision making at the end of the game this is what we pay him for let's be honest this is what we pay him for so i i was a little bit concerned by that and for as great as tyler was i don't want tyler handling the ball with four minutes left in the game I, I, I don't want it. I, I'd rather see him trying to get into the open spaces. Even if he just stood in the corner, I don't care. I, I need to see the ball in, in, in Kyle's hands because he's the only surefire ball handler that was available tonight. Yep. Like he, the wow. only one, especially when you got no Jimmy. So I, I'm, I'm so confused as to what I was looking at. Pablo, what's your take on the fourth and this trend of blowing these leads and, you know, we get up super big, but, you know, me and Tip talked about identity wise. And it feels like, you know, if you get big on Miami, breathe through it, weather through it, keep fighting at some point, they'll probably let you back in. Honestly, I just think it's um, fatigue or maybe they just, it's a mental thing where if you're up, if you're up big, then you can let, let go on the gas, you know? Like if we look back at last last season, the third quarters were our bad quarters, and then mm-hmm. we always had to fight back. Now the, the Heat are like pretty good in the third quarter, and they go into the fourth quarter with like a small little lead or something, and it's like they're getting complacent. So then they just let go of the gas. They they think, oh, we can just you know mess around, take some bad shots. Like tonight there were some pretty bad shots in the fourth quarter, a lot of a lot of four shots. And it, it, it just seems like they don't have the right mentality going into every single fourth quarter. I feel you both. I think there's I think there's some of both. Um, I definitely think there, there may be some fatigue aspect to it. But I, if there is fatigue, I'd liken it a little more closely to kind of what G mentioned a couple pods ago about is like there's a there might at this point maybe be a mental something in there. Like, look, we know we've been kind of struggling here and then pressure rises. You kind of get inside your head a bit. You psych yourself out. To, to your point, you know, the lineups have been weird. A lot of – I ain't the biggest Josh fan, but I'm not going to go Alf Scorch Earth on Josh, but it's a lot of Josh in the fourth <laughs> when you could be having, you know, kind of just your more steady presences out on the fourth. But they got to get it together. Okay, so boom. We got that out the way. Audience, <laughs> panel, let's take a deep breath. We're going to do a palate cleanser. And we're just going to get that out of here because up until the fourth, there was a lot of good tonight. Um, uh, Boy Wonder, second game back. Let's go ahead and, and just give him his due. Let's give him his words, his props, all of those things. Um, I had a tweet. So Orlando's a long team. And with long teams, I feel like there can be spots where you think, you know, I'm long. The person next to me is long. So we don't necessarily need to help as much. And in that, you have little pockets. And, you know, length kind of neutralizes length. And so I I love Tyler's ability to kind of come in, be the small, be the guard, navigate kind of through these things. And Tiffany, what about his skill set to you, um, and especially this season, right? Because we can't act like we haven't seen growth from him. What about it? You know, these two games, those first eight, what have you Mm -hmm. liked particularly about his skill set and and what it adds to this team outside of just the overall scoring punch. Um, it's funny because 
the shot diet is the same, but it's not the same. I agree. Go ahead. Uh, um, he's he's making shots, and they they're proving right now to be less difficult than last year. And I think that's because he put on a little weight, he put on a little muscle. He's able to because you know he's not blowing past people, right. and he doesn't create the biggest amount of space, but. He is, I'm going to say on the team, he's probably the smartest guy as to getting where he wants to get. Yeah, I think so. Um, even with even with Jimmy on this team, he's yeah. he's his ball handling to get to his spots is so much tighter than it was last year. Um, his handle just to get to corner, corner, top of the key, it's tighter. You Last year it was the dribble was much more in front of him, and now mm – -hmm. He's keeping it to his side. He's also, his, his body's now at an angle also as to ward off defenders, I'm noticing. So mm -hmm. he's a very smart player to be able to adapt to his weaknesses and yep. kind of turn it around and, and make all these things pluses for the team. I, it's, it's, it's great to see. I think the thing about it is with this team, they need a guy who can just get buckets. That's one, right? Jimmy can Jimmy can score. He can get you whatever. But there's a difference between scoring and I just need just go get a shot. I don't care how you do it, when you do it, but I need a bucket. He's the guy that can do that. I think the thing that needs to start to happen, the hot start that we saw, it needs to trickle throughout the entire game. That's yeah. so I need to see the decision making from quarters one to three. I need to see that in the fourth quarter now. Pablo, how do you feel about Tyler, where his game is today um, versus maybe where it was last year and just what is he able to do? Is there anything, in your opinion, that he's able to do for this team that maybe um, the other 11 guys on this team can't? So he's not, like, shot chucking anymore. He's shot hunting. So he's finding his, his, his spots a lot easier than he was in previous years. And that's giving his his offensive ability and the heat just something they can rely on. But honestly, the thing I want to see him improve most is just basic like guard skills. So like the Heat are relying on him to be a point guard, like like how we saw in the fourth quarter, right? He needs to have he needs to start getting some point guard tendencies if he really wants to evolve his game. Because the moment he starts looking for others, his game is gonna come much easier to him. So like me and Tiff talked before we started. He's looking to score first and then pass. Yeah, he's a great scorer, but in those fourth quarters when he's not scoring, how else is how can he help the team? And I think if he improves his playmaking, it's going to improve his scoring game as well, and it's going to help the team in general. So what do you mean by that, Pablo? Because seven assists tonight, I think his high on the season so far has been six. It, mm -hmm. Do you believe it's, um, you know, kind of as you stated, or is there some space for it to be a uh, – I know that I am a scoring threat, and so I know that I'm going to command a certain amount of tension, and then I can kind of go about it. Uh, give me a little bit more about what you feel about his process between scoring and dishing and setting up, you know, for others. So when I see him play, I see most of his assists come off like dump balls, where like he will get doubled and he has to give it rid of the ball. No so he has no other choice. He has no <laughs> yeah. other choice to just give the ball up. But he's not he's not seeking to get his teammates open. 
he's looking to score. He's just getting the assist because he has no he has nothing else to do. He can't score at that point. He's gonna dish it off. And mostly they're just dump offs. Like there was one play where he just dumped it off into a Thomas Bryant dunk in the beginning of the game. Those are the type of assists he is he's getting, and that's why on the on the score on the score sheet it's like seven assists. But are, is he actually getting the assists by playmaking, or are they just dump offs? So yeah. like, I feel you. <laughs> you're, and you're not wrong. It's so funny because I actually appreciated that play from his earlier. And I don't know if you can necessarily fairly say that prior iterations of Tyler maybe would have tried to take that over the two defenders who had committed to him. But I um, maybe not so much like play seeking out. But I think that there has been an improvement in recognizing that there is another play to be made. And maybe yeah. that is you know, me being forced to give it up because, you know, right. else do yeah. I have to do with it kind of at that point. <laughs> um, but no, I'm right, I've been, though. He I, is right. Go ahead, Tim. I, but I think it's so with, even with all that being said, yeah. I um, my pushback with the Heat is stop trying to make him a point guard. Yes. Go out and get one. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. we, I think, I think that's the problem, um, I think that's the 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 arcing J Rich problem. Yeah. I want you to do A B C D E F G, and if you can, do Z also. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. People don't. Some people don't have all of that in their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Be grateful for the skill set that they have, and then you find the complementary piece to make their skill set even better. Yeah. And that's what we noticed when, like, when we first got Kyle. And he's mm-hmm. running with the bench unit. He 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 bolstered yep. what they did well and yep. took them to the next level. So you need a you need a point guard who can take some of that pressure off of Tyler, who also can put pressure on Tyler by commanding, "I got the ball. I want you to cut." Yes. Yep. So I I think you do a disservice when you try to put him into five different hats when he only want to sit in the Kango anyway. And you and that's the thing. Get some around him that lets him just sit in the Kango and style and get his buckets. Exactly. And you know you take some of that pressure, uh, like like Pablo was mentioning. Off, we've seen them that kind of be their their arc with like lead guard development a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kyle is Kyle. Kyle is pretty much you yeah. know the quintessential um, makeup of a classic type of point guard. Gabe came in, they said, you know, he was a gunslinger and they made him into a combo guard. And then, you know, that kind of went however it went or whatever. Tyler has these scoring chops, but because you are so limited at point guard, you were asking him to do these other, Jay Rich, don't really want to see you navigating too many pick and rolls, but this is what kind of we're asking (laughs) them to do, right? So I agree with um, both of you guys. Tiffany, Mm -hmm. you said a magical word that I kind of, was going to let myself glance past today, but because you said it, we're going to talk about it. Cutting. Orlando slice and dice. Oh, just, my gosh. Just got just <laughs> Chinese steak knives, just hibachi. <laughs> the defense kind of, you know, off mm-hmm. ball. And I was talking to Wes Holbert a little bit on the timeline. Shout out to Wes. And, you know, he was kind of talking about, like, this being – a little bit of an aberration of what we've seen kind of with regards to Miami's help side defense. You know, we're always locked in. We see man, also see ball, our mm-hmm. defensive awareness and those types of things to me. And then if you let me know, 
um, how you feel about it. This current iteration of the roster, when I see, especially tonight, when I see us getting front cut, back cut, and I'm not even talking about like we're overplaying out high. So then the natural thing as an right. offensive player is to back cut. I'm talking about mugs are in position. Mm-hmm. Girl, they <laughs> were coming. Just, they they were swooping in from the baseline. <laughs> <laughs> just all you know at, at every angle from the top, from the forty-five, from the baseline. Just you know all of these types of things. And and my feel is, we've seen a little bit of the regression. Not even a little bit. We can keep it real. We've seen a, a stark regression in what our point of attack defense has looked like up till now. Mm-hmm. And so now. As a teammate, I'm recognizing we're maybe a little weak at the point of attack. So now my yep. attention is more to the ball to see, yep. you know, where the f- I might have to help it. Mm-hmm. And now my guy is kind of going yep. to. Um, do you feel it's a little bit of the same? Is it just, um, just you know, um, lack of awareness or just in a, inattentiveness, or is there other things kind of leading to I, at least some I, of what we saw right. tonight? I agree with the the lack of awareness. Um, our attention deficit <laughs> that we have as a team Fair. and our, our point of attack defense deficit because um, we have no rim protection. So I'm, I'm watching to try to keep you out of the paint, but at the same time, yep. I got homeboy behind me <laughs> and he's literally waiting for me to turn to turn see where you head. are. Yep. Um, and and you know we don't do the we don't even do the feel anymore nope and i noticed that tonight (laughs) we didn't even do a reach back to make sure homeboy was still behind us because by the time you were reaching back anyway he was in front of you but um i think i think one of the things too i'm noticing from our like our guards up top i i don't understand why we get so close i don't know why we're pushing up so close to guys who have a, a a pretty good first step? Oh, girl. Because it's 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 know your audience, know who you're, know who you working with. KYP, know your personnel. So if if know I press scout. up on you and you got a a great first step, you've already come around. So now you're already at least one foot in the paint. Yeah. Which means who's ever in there, Bam, Thomas Bryant. Hamish, Kevin, whoever. Guess what they got to do now? They got to push up. That's yep. it. That's yep. that's your last line right there. You have nobody else. You have nobody else. Nobody's coming from the weak side. Nobody's co- like this is your last line of defense. Um and I don't know as if if we're old up top, if we're slow up top, if we're just not fundamentally sound up top and it could be all these things. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Pablo. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Um, it's just, so when it comes to point of attack, like you look at Jay Rich and he's just like, you know the magic aren't really hitting from outside this game. So why are you still pressing up all the way on top? Give him a little bit of space, force him to shoot, bait him to shoot. But instead, he's just letting them drive in. And he's not even rotating to where Bam's man is at. So that's where the wide open dump powers are getting in. So like like G1 said in one of the prior shows, that the, he allowed like the highest percentage at the rim. And those are reasons why. Because we're, our point of attack is weak. So that allows guards to just drive in and get layup line layups or easy dump offs to the bigs. And then the only way you can fix that is either going out there and getting one really good point of at- a point of attack defender and having him guard the quickest guy, or I feel like just hustling more and just like putting more effort into the defense. I mean, yeah, sometimes you're not that great, like athletically. Like, look at uh, D-Rob. He's not really laterally quick, but he kind of hustles out there. So like if you're, but like these guys are like the moment they get blown by, they're just like allowing them to go. Like they're even like try to go back on like someone else's man. I just think it's like a whole. Um, I just think it's a team effort thing where our defense is just down. To that point too. So like even when you um, aren't athletically gifted, Tiff, like you were saying, the discipline has to come in. The fun. Mm-hmm. There is a way to cut a guy off at the yep. top of the key versus in the slots, you know, kind of at the angles. And we don't play with right. enough of that uh, <laughs> just soundness kind of up top. Bon, I got a question. And is it just mm-hmm. me or do we not even bump people as they cut through? <laughs> no, dudes are just, you just, or at least not, to, people are just like <laughs> waltzing through <laughs> and because we're just here. <laughs> we're so locked in this, so just dee dee dee, just behind our heads and then, you know, you kind of get those things, but you're right. At one point, you know, we're playing with our arms out. You feel you be big, right? And there seems to not even be such a, some of that. Go ahead, Pablo. There's no physicality. That's all I wanted to say. We're not playing with physical defense. We're playing some yep. soft ass defense, yep. and then yeah. the other teams are reading that, and then they're like saying, "Oh, we're not gonna. They're not gonna press up. They're not gonna do this. I'm just gonna take advantage, and that's it." Yep. That's your full circle yep. moment. Part of what? the the fourth quarter collapse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead. Bring it. Talk it. That, that, bring it all the way full for me. Right. That's <laughs> the full circle moment. All the other things we talked about that happened in the fourth quarter, they're on that list. But the defense to me is first on that list. It's like yeah. and 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 because we've been playing with like different scattered lineups, it could be, you know, tired legs, it could be those things, but the intensity level in the fourth quarter is not there at all. 
I agree, man. I, I, listen, I'm a defensive girl. I could, we could talk about this deepness for a while. And then even last thing, I'm going to close it out here and we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> Weird Pablo, right? You said they're not a great defensive team. So what do you do? Or not a great shooting team. Sorry. What do you do with teams that aren't great shooting teams? Maybe you played them a little bit of zone. We went zone, I think, maybe two possessions. The one that caught my eye. We went zone. And so, yeah, they're not a shooter team, but they got the inside leverage. They got two feet at the top of the key. And you got Pablo or um, Paolo Bancaro just tossing the lob to whomever one of their, like, 6'11 dudes was underneath. So, like, we're not (laughs) – you know, we're not playing the three. We're not containing. So, you know, how do we shore up our things defensively? Um, go ahead. I would say it's uh, it's just really inconsistent because I remember the Bulls game where we blew him out at Chicago. The, the Bulls were not making anything, and we stayed in that zone basically the entire game. So why not stay in that zone this game where you know the Magic are shooting horrible? Instead, you're just letting them blow past you and get easy buckets. So like it's just really inconsistent, like like drawing a play, like the the coaching defense, like tonight, which is really inconsistent. I don't know, it's been weird. Yeah. I'm not used to this front with the Heat. I'm t- telling you, matchup dependent. <laughs> you gotta be able to switch up given who you're playing, but you have to meet the switch up with like the physicality and and the attention to what you're doing. Um, cool. Tyler had his game. Leave Bam alone for a second. Maybe we can finish up with some Bam. I want to talk about the bench. Tyler had his thing. You have Haywood, baseline runner, defending, knocking down threes, Duncan. Um, Duncan gave you 12 points, only one three, 23 minutes, hashtag other things. Duncan, Thomas Bryant. He said, y'all tried to bury me. <laughs> I'm still, we still here. Thomas Bryant gave you 12 uh, who and, and Jay Rich gave you 12, Pablo. Given that the lineups are starting to be more whole now, Jimmy's mm-hmm. out. Uh, damn, I can't even say that this game. Jimmy out. Kevin was out. Kyle was out. But given oh, no, Tyler. Kyle, back, oh, Kyle did play. I'm sorry. Kyle <laughs> didn't mean that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kevin's out. G, G just cursed <laughs> you. To, G just I got cursed you. <laughs> Listen, I, I might be. Um, on the open market, I might be a free agent now. I definitely might have been on fire. <laughs> um, Pablo, though, we got you know two of our main guys back in the stars, and you still see some of the bench being able to find areas of effectiveness. Is there anyone particularly for you that stood out uh, with the reserve group? It was for me, Duncan and Haywood. Why? Because for to start Haywood, it was his, I think first game back from his back problem, right? And no, no he, played wasn't? he played the, the okay. play last time. Okay. Yeah. But for me, he looked a little bit healthier today. He was shooting it today. He was like, he was letting it fly like no. And he was hitting. But his defense was like just right there. Like he's one of the, one of the guys we can de- depend on when it really comes to defense. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to D-Rob, he's just not a shooter no more. He's finding ways to score without being reliant on BAM screens or like just catch and shoot. And I think that just gives our bench a whole lot of offensive power power because when you need a bucket you can just give it a D-Rob and he's gonna he's gonna get you a bucket somehow. Like his look game at, has evolved. Who'd, look at that. Who'd have thought? Who'd, look at us. Look <laughs> at <laughs> us. <laughs> Go ahead. And for, like those two for me are just like there's two starting caliber players and they're coming off the bench for us. So like that's for us that for the heat, that's a that's a blessing in disguise, you know. 
Because yeah. I think they could be starting on any other team and they're coming off the bench for us. Tiffany, what did you like? Um, give me some Haywood points and then I'm going to ask you a little bit about uh, the Leche tandem. Hmm. So I, um, I've, been, I've been watching him since he came back. And yes. a couple of things I noticed. The first game, he looked a little tight. And like tight, I mean like his, his body. His back mm -hmm. looked tight. His posture looked tight. He mm -hmm. just kind of seemed like he was out there. Um, and he didn't look 100% physically. So I, you know, I chalked it up to that. The second game, because this is his third game back. Mm -hmm. The second game, he had, and, and, and I'm seeing it, there was no confidence anywhere. He didn't look at the basket. He didn't try to shoot. He'd take a dribble, and he'd look for a pass. He was not in the offense. He wasn't in the game. Like, it just was not, it, it just wasn't there at all. And I literally questioned if he should even be in the rotation at that point until he figured out whatever he needed to do. He had, because here's the thing. We know what he is on defense. We know what he can give you, but yeah. this season was his real opportunity to have real minutes. And he got hurt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He got hurt. And then he had to watch Caleb start in his place and play at a high level for some games, not yep. all the games, but some of the games. Yeah, fair. Um, and for and he's not that young of a guy, but he's young in his career. So yes. to be young in your career and to watch all those things happen, that also plays a part in the psyche. Yep, beautifully um, said. So I was a little bit concerned because um, that's that's my guy. I root hard for him, mm -hmm. um, but tonight he came out. He looked directly at the basket and missed his first shot. But what did he do? He kept shooting. And yeah. that's the thing that he has to do. But I also think the encouragement came from the defense that he was playing. Mm -hmm. I think I think that his, his defense was starting to approach what we had saw early in the season. And I think that's what gave him the confidence on offense to keep shooting. But also the one thing I will say about him, he looks to make the pass. Like that is something that he does first and foremost. He wants to get the pass and instead of shooting the three, he's looking for the easier shot for somebody else. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that. And I'm hoping what we saw tonight is the next step of him moving forward. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm gonna hold off on my Leche's question and it wasn't a slanderous one. Chad, don't think any of those things. Um, but bam, bam, second game back. Uh, well, I he, gave you eight, 18 to seven. Go ahead. He ain't ready. Not ready to be back? I, I, I don't know if he's ready to be back. Okay. There are moments where I just thought, okay, that looks pretty good. But mm -hmm. then there are stretches to where he disappeared mm -hmm. while he was on the court. Is that anything new? I, I know it's, we've it's, oh no 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 it's 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 not new but it's new for that to happen when Jimmy's not there gotcha yep so it's a difference when Jimmy's there and Jimmy's in his bag because yeah. that's that's what's happening but yeah. tonight he he really disappeared for stretches and and I know because physically he I he wants to be a hundred percent and I don't think he's there yet. He's I'm sure he's available and he should be playing. I don't think he's 100 percent. 
but there is something to he's not he he wasn't looking to rebound he wasn't under there he he wasn't as physical as he usually is and i don't mm-hmm. know if that is him not in the game or if that's that hip that you know what this is as good as it gets so you're just gonna have to play through it Pablo, did you feel Bam was ready to be out there tonight? Did you feel like he's second game back? I'm just getting back. Tyler's been out for forever. Kind of give him his space to cook a little bit. How did you feel about Bam overall? And we're going to go ahead and uh, start to wrap up. <clears throat> With Bam, I think he's not ready. But tonight also, once he, like in the, I think at the beginning of the fourth quarter, he was he, he started off hot with an and one with some mid-ranges. I, I think tonight has to do that he was in foul trouble, like, most of it. Because at the half, he only had, like, six points, but he he didn't have as many minutes. I think he had three fouls at the half. So that first half, he didn't – he just – I don't think he could have played. But to Tiff's point, he's not looking to rebound. He's not looking to get physical. So it could be that um, he, his hip – it was his hip that he hurt. It's still bothering him a little bit. And in my opinion, if his hip is still bothering him, sit it out. It's still the same. Yeah. Like we need you healthy for for the playoffs. Like yep. that. Like every year. Like we're we're gonna deal with injuries. We always find a way to win games through the injuries. So just take your time and get a hundred percent. I think the idea might be also like where. And 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 Brian, I I know you could speak to this. There are just some injuries that you're not privy to, but there are just some injuries that they're not getting better. Yeah. There, there's a management, there's a pain tolerance. They're just things you have to get through. Yeah. And we have no idea what to the extent the hip is. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, so his game might fluctuate. He might look good the next game after a day rest. And then yeah. the next game, it, you, it may be aggravated again. It may be something else. I just think that like, whereas we might have to find ways to get him in different spots also on the court. Yes, <laughs> I agree with that. We we open the game um, with the signature kind of Miami opening play. They get mm-hmm. some pistol action. You get Kyle on the like left low block. You get Kyle screening across to bring Bam over and see if mm-hmm. he can establish himself there. And then we kind of go from there. I think later as the night progressed, but again, length kind of deterring length a little bit as the game progressed. He was less able to kind of get some of those deep positions. Bam hasn't really been a consistently deep post player. Like we've seen him, you know, take advantage of his of his mismatches. Ain't really have too many of those tonight, but definitely the hip. You know, this is a major joint. Your hip's messed up, yeah. and then you start to overcompensate, and then mm-hmm. you start to tweak some other things. And then, you know, like you said, we don't know. Um, Pablo, I did think it was interesting them bringing him back uh, – but I guess it makes sense because, you know, we can't hold a damn lead. But yeah. we were up 19. <laughs> we are up 19 with, like, 530-ish left. And I tweeted, I was like, oh, cool. Bam can sit. Mm. You know, Kyle can sit. We all right. No. <laughs> Brought him back. Came back in. <laughs> and then took him back out with, like, a minute left. I'm like, damn, well, right. you could have just let that man sit. But, yeah. you know, Will, these are things that, you know, we're obviously going to keep an eye on. Um, all in all, I thought tonight was a good win, a cool win. I think, you know, Orlando. Uh, you got to win. You got to win. You, you need as many wins. Beggars cannot be choosing. Exactly. <laughs> I, too. By 20 or by two. Yep. This yep. is, 
and I just kind of feel like we it's okay to acknowledge this might be your whole season. These yeah. types of games. Just because the Heat have shown you who they are. Believe them. They're going to be hurt. They're going to be injured. This is what you got. So, yeah. you know, we, we're we going to have to go on this roller coaster ride with them all season because yeah. they got players in and out, in and out. And it doesn't look like it's going to change at any point this season. Pablo, you have any closing thoughts for us? Um, just not to blow any more fourth quarter leads for the love of God, please. You know, like if you're gonna have a bad quarter, have it like in the beginning, and then you know, like just come back. Just don't have a don't have a bad quarter when you're winning, and then ruin your chances of winning at the end. But outside of that, I mean, today was a pretty good day for the Heat. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, Orlando presents a specific type of challenge that I think, you know, we'll see in other teams, uh, maybe not to this extent of just length everywhere, but, you know, just length in spots and how we are able to maneuver through that. Um, we got Atlanta on Friday. We got Philly on Christmas Day. We're back playing on Christmas. Go ahead. I, can you, I, I need y'all to address something. What's, what's uh, so Tony Golf 305. We keep talking about this. We let can we end this with this? And I need to read this. Again, playoff Jimmy is different. Y'all reading too much into this. Oh, you put it up here. And yeah. we just started the season. Please. Let's 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 go out on this. Cause at some point, what happens to the body as we oh. hit that? As we as we approach that thirty five and over hill with all the tip miles, what happens? Oh, you're just gonna degenerate. Just naturally, no matter what the will is, no matter how much you want to try to muster up, at some point there's just so much you can do. That's it. The body just says no uh, at right. one point. Okay. The the mind is willing. <laughs> yeah. The mind is willing. The body is saying no. Like you, this isn't a like at some point. It's cute that we say it all the time. Yeah. Jimmy's just resting. Jimmy doesn't care. He's not engaged. No, y'all haven't been watching closely. Jimmy's hurt. Yeah. His body is not responding as fast as it used to. Yeah. Jimmy ain't jumping over a phone booth, a phone book all season. And we still running with the narrative that he don't care. That man cares. We got to stop yeah. saying that. Yeah. He cares. Yeah, he I'd rather be... y'all just say he doesn't have it right. physically than to right. intimate that he doesn't want it up here. Right. He cares. That time. man is beat up. And yeah. I'm not mad at him for taking tonight off and won't be mad if he take the next game off. Yeah. This is who y'all got. Y'all want playoff Jimmy? Then you're going to have to deal with this. Yep. Regular season Jimmy. Regular right. season Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> So we not so that's what we just gonna call it regular season Jimmy. Right. Give a little, get a little. What's that meme? It's like the calendar, and it's like the last month is like oh yeah, son. right. But the middle of it's like, does this man care about basketball? Get. <laughs> right, we're at that stage right now. We're at that stage right and now. Last thing too, we got us. It's not early anymore. We about thirty no. games in now. Like we we've seen a little bit of enough early ish, sure, but. You know, we're more than a third of the of the way through the regular season. I could talk to you guys all day, um, but we're going to have to get out of here. I got a lasagna in the oven that I'm excited <laughs> to get to. Still on the plate. <laughs> I got you. Um, Pablo, appreciate you on, on my left, appreciate the intern. Too. 
the evergreen intern <laughs> Tiffany. You know, we locked in. Um, yeah, audience, thank you. We, I don't know what we're doing on Friday, but you know, we got Christmas. I don't know if we're gonna be here on Christmas. Miami playing on Christmas. I don't know if we're gonna. I be don't here think so. Uh, if you if you're wondering if I'm gonna be here, just pull up that Magic Johnson meme. No. <laughs> Christmas for family enjoy, time. Y'all go enjoy your people. We love you. And let's get this out. This is.